Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. And today I have with me Rob Wirtz, who is the president at Mac Technologies. Uh, his company his company website is mactechnologies.com. So without further ado, Rob, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Jen. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, absolutely. So at the time of this recording, we're sort of at the halfway mark of 2021. And I thought I'd ask, how's the new year treating you so far? You know, good. You know, 2021, it's been a, uh, it's been an interesting year, obviously with everything that's going on, but you know, I will say that, uh, you know, we see light at the end of the tunnel and we think everything's starting to get back to a more normal, um, type of business process. You know, we've been in the last couple of weeks, we've been to two conventions, Indianapolis, we've been to one in Denver and we see them starting to ramp back up. So we're going to have, uh, start getting on the road more and people are getting back together and, it's starting to feel more normal. So it's really good so far. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I totally hear you on the whole normalcy thing. Um, even here in Virginia, even though you still have to like wear your mask when you enter a restaurant, um, they don't really separate the the tables or distance them the way that they used to. So you literally just have your mask on, sit down, take it off, and then have a good time. And yeah. we'll be driving, we'll be driving by these restaurants and they're just packed. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this feels normal again, other than the mask part. But yeah, I totally hear you on kind of going back to some level of normalcy. For sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. So Rob, you do, you do something really interesting. You and your company um, are a specialized capital equipment manufacturer that focuses on the hemp and cannabis industries. And I'm uh, highly intrigued by this, considering how my husband and I are really <laughs> a big supporters of the cannabis industry. So uh, elaborate on that. Uh, when people are hearing about your company for the first time, you know, what do you do and who do you love to serve? Sure. So, you know, what we are, you know, at heart, we're really a specialized, like you mentioned, capital equipment and technology manufacturer that really focuses on the hemp and cannabis industry. So Mm -hmm. our core product lines are focused around different extraction technologies. And what Mm -hmm. that does is that takes uh, the cannabinoids and it strips them out of the uh, plant material, you know, the flower, the trim, Mm -hmm. and produces your oils, um, which can either be, you know, a THC oil, a CBD oil, and those can be used in a number of different products. Um, And Mm -hmm. then on top of that, we have a lot of other specialized technologies around extracting and distilling terpenes, which are very popular right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And then some other stuff, some other solventless processes for extracting um, uh, trichomes for like a water hash or a bubble hash, which again is a, a very popular product. So everything we do focuses around really uh, the extraction portion uh, for mm-hmm. the hemp and cannabis industry. Yeah, no, I think that's really incredible. You have to tell me, how did you even get into the industry to begin with? <laughs> yeah, you know, so it's an interesting story. So, you know, we've been, me and my two brothers, we work together and we own a group of different specialty manufacturing companies mm-hmm. for other industries. So you know, we saw a really good opportunity in the hemp and cannabis industry because, you know, from our experience in other industries, we saw a big gap in what we saw as what, where the industry needed to be from a compliance standpoint, from a regulatory standpoint, from a repeatable process, from an equipment automation standpoint, and that solution really wasn't out there. So with Mm. our background and our expertise, we said, you know, 
we really need to develop that solution for the industry, which is kind of how we got into it and started with our flagship product, which was our fully automated uh, cryogenic ethanol extraction system. So we were the first mm -hmm. people in the market to develop and, and introduce this fully automated uh, cryogenic ethanol extraction system that's all recipe driven. Mm. It's got a very um, smart control system, very easy to use touchscreen interface. So again, we just, we saw a big gap in the market and wanted to address it. And we thought we were the perfect guys to do it. So <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that's really incredible. And also the fact that you work with your three brothers. I mean, um, I imagine that your relationships are a lot different from when you were kids to where you're at today. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's interesting working with family because, you know, everybody, honestly, everybody always says, you know, how do you do it? I could never work <laughs> with my brothers or my sister or whatever it might be. And, you know, we've always had a really close relationship and mm -hmm. we've worked together for a long time. So, Honestly, it, I, I don't know how it's to explain it other than it just works and it works yeah. very well. You know, we, we each have, um, a similar mindset, but we are definitely different people. So we have different, you know, viewpoints on stuff and a lot of different strengths. So it just happens to be that we work together well and we can kind of bounce off each other's strengths and weaknesses and, and make up a good team. So it's, it's unique, but it works. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it may not work for everyone, but it happens to work for you three guys. And for sure. I mean, kudos to you guys to just be able to have that business relationship as well as, you know, maintaining your personal relationship as brothers. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I can only imagine the stories, but uh, um, anyway, so uh, Rob, with Mac Technologies, uh, one thing that really sets you apart from your competition, I mean, if you have competition, I feel like, you you know, you mentioned you were able to kind of fill in this void in the market, is that, you know, your piece of equipment is geared more towards pharmaceutical standards rather than the typical extraction standards. Tell us about that. Sure. So, you know, when we look, when we analyze the market, a lot of the extraction processes, so there might be, you know, four five, six different separate processes to get to your end product. And typically mm -hmm. when somebody wanted to set up a facility, all those processes were bought from five or six different people. They had mm -hmm. to kind of put it together. Nothing was interlinked. Nothing was working together. Um, and so there was a big gap there in product consistency. And from a pharmaceutical side or mm -hmm. a product consistency side, you know, when you have to manually control all these different pieces of equipment. It leaves a big gap in the in the end product consistency. So when we entered it, we wanted to look at it more from a pharmaceutical side, from an mm -hmm. automation side. Our system is takes all of these processes, incorporates them really into one, you know, seamless machine with an integrated PLC to control the whole system. So it makes it so it's literally single button. You push it, you hit start, you go it produces your end product and it does it to a standard that is, you know, closer aligned with the pharmaceutical standard than what has been traditional in this industry. That has been, you know, a bunch of other pieces of equipment that people have maybe used, but maybe yeah. haven't been designed for that exact purpose. So we engineered our stuff with the purpose of exactly what we wanted to do. So yeah, I think that's incredible. It's like, you know, you mentioned that most people um, who uh, get this equipment are almost like hand-me-downs and they're trying to figure out how to make them all like work together where you have been able to uh, create that product consistency um, in the facility, in the facility. So it's not like you're dealing with different systems. It's all like in one system. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit more about that process. You know, someone is interested in setting up a facility. Um, you know, what, what does your company do to make sure that they, you know, stay uh, have that consistency in regards to the product and, and equipment? 
Sure. So, you know, we take, we take a different approach to it. Again, we take Mm -hmm. really a nice turnkey approach. So like I mentioned, instead of having a a person who wants to, you know, set up a facility, where do you start as you know, the common question, you know, it's a big undertaking. There's a lot of things around compliance and different technologies and different processes. So we really take, we start off with really kind of like a, you know, a consultation almost that we, we go through and tell them, all right, we evaluate their business, where they should be, where they where we think they want to be in, you know, one, three, five years. And then we put together a nice equipment roadmap and really a turnkey process. And what that really helps out the customer in being that for people who might not be experts in this field, but know they want to get into it. Yeah. You know, our, our equipment is really key for that because we come in and set it up that we come in to their facility. We erect the booth, we set up all the equipment, we hook up all the electrics. They just have to put a power drop to the main panel. They flick the machine on. It takes about three hours to train somebody on it. And then after that, I mean, they can be up and running within a day. And literally all they're doing is hitting a button and and everything is recipe driven in the control system. So there's not that, you know, big training leg there. And, yeah. you know, with everything, with operator error, that's a, that's a huge thing in any consistent process. So we wanted to make sure we could remove that and use the, you know, the expertise on the backs of the people who really built this industry to improve that process, but then make it repeatable so they could have value add in other parts of the facility. So mm-hmm. one thing that we really do to help people be successful is take on that whole turnkey approach. Mm-hmm. So people are spending a lot of money. We want to make sure they get the right equipment to start and they get a complete solution because we hear a lot of stories um, of people buying equipment and there's big gaps in the in the products that they get mm-hmm. uh, or the equipment that they get. And they then have to try to fill these gaps, which means delays, more money, and it it can be the downfall of a lot of companies. So we wanted to take that all out and start with a very open, honest, transparent um, side to it so we could really help out people to try to ensure their success. Yeah, I think that's incredible. It's almost like you're setting people up with a franchise of sorts. Yeah, 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 similar. Yeah, there you go. I was like, well, how do I simplify this? No, I think that's really awesome. Um, <laughs> let me know, Rob, who, you know, for people that want to set up uh, this facility, what kind of people tend to be attracted to this? Um, do you find a certain demographic or certain type of people that want to start these facilities? You know, honestly, it's not a certain type of people. It's um, mm-hmm. we have a wide range of everybody from, you know, farmers who might grow, who want mm. to start doing their own processing because they don't want to take it to toll processors anymore. So they want to take control of their supply chain Yeah. Um, to people who are, you know, have some money to invest and they see it as a good opportunity mm-hmm. who know nothing about the extraction business, but see it as a good opportunity. And then people who are seasoned extractors who want to scale up and improve their process. So mm. it's a, huge range of clientele, to be honest. And there's not kind of a yeah. one size fits all for this industry again, because it's a new industry. It's growing. It's uh, and a lot of people want to be a part of it. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's really awesome. Do you find that there are uh, um, maybe some common States that, <laughs> you know, reach out to you and say, Hey, I want to build a facility here. You know, there's, again, it's kind of a little bit of a moving target. So, mm. you know, base, we're based in Michigan. So Michigan's a, a good market for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, some other states that are more saturated, like California is a pretty saturated market. Colorado is a pretty saturated market because they've been yeah. online the longest. So mm-hmm. um, like Oklahoma, for example, that came online and it's a little bit, uh, they're a little bit easier on the side of getting people set up and getting licensing. So mm-hmm. there's a 
there was a huge influx of people going to Oklahoma, but it's, so I guess to answer your question, it kind of changes a little bit with states yeah. who go wreck and come back online because most of the stuff in all these wreck states has to be, you know, grown and processed in that state because you can't take it across state lines typically. So, yeah. um, so it's kind of a moving target with just when new states come online, figuring out how we can help people set up quickly. And everybody, that's another kind of name to this game is everybody's looking to get set up very quickly because yeah, it's, yeah. You know, everybody's racing to be one of the first people. Cause that's where the, there's, you know, huge opportunity there. Right. Right. It's the, it's a new gold rush in a sense. <laughs> Today's <Yeah>. gold rush. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. Awesome. Well, Rob, obviously this, uh, this all wouldn't be possible. Mac technologies wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for your team. I know that you work with your brothers, but you also have an incredible team that you feel like sets you apart from the competition. So tell us about this amazing team that you work with. Sure. So, you know, honestly, we, we really feel that the team is, is really everything. And I think that's, I think that's a major part be, behind every company. So we yeah. have a team that honestly is really dedicated, believes in what we're doing, has a huge amount of experience and value, and they're really passionate about what we do. So mm-hmm. that, you know, everybody that's on our team, it's really important to us that they share, you know, our core values and the company's core values. Um, and it really makes us honestly work as a kind of a well-oiled machine and a a complete unit to make sure that we're, you know, all rowing in the same direction per se, because, you know, that's, that's a huge undertaking. And I think people, it's easier for people to say everybody on their teams rowing in the same direction, but it's actually, I mean, a pretty difficult thing to do. So that's something that, you know, we, we don't, we're not perfect at it. We don't have it perfected (laughs) by Mm. any means, but I would say that, uh, we excel at that and everybody on the team is very passionate about what we do and believes in the end vision of where we're trying to go. So it keeps that excitement going and keeps that momentum going very well. Yeah, no, I think that's incredible. And uh, I know that one of your core values is innovation. Um, And so it sounds like, you know, you have a team that really values that. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, we've always been very, very driven by innovation, um, Mm -hmm. and development of technologies. And, you know, we never, we never wanted to be just a manufacturing company. We always wanted to be a technology company, Mm. uh, hence the name, you know, mock technologies. So, Mm -hmm. uh, we wanted to develop technologies for the market. So that's really one of our core focuses. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, uh, Rob, let me know on your journey so far in entrepreneurship and being able to create this technology, um, you know, for people that want to have a extraction system with pharmaceutical standards, uh, what are you most proud of? Um, you know, honestly, I'd say I'm, I'm most proud of, uh, really the, honestly, I'd say the dedication of our team to mm. what we're doing and I'd say the product that we created. So, mm. um, you know, we, we take a very transparent, a very honest approach. So I'm really proud of everything we do almost every single day. So it's, I know we're helping people for the better and, uh, helping advance the industry. So that's, that's really cool to see. And it's important to us. Cool. I dig it. So, um, yeah, Rob, before we uh, shift gears here and talk more about the entrepreneurial, uh, entrepreneurial side, let me know, is there anything else you want people to know about mock technologies? Uh, no, I think, I think from a very high level, we covered it. Um, cool. you know, to summarize, we're, uh, you know, s- invested in the hemp and cannabis industry. We're very driven by automation and, um, innovation and compliance, and we're here to help clients out. So 
Cool. You dig it. Awesome. All right, Rob. So as you know, this is the thoughtful entrepreneur and uh, it's always my goal to have our listeners continue to be more thoughtful in their journey of entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know for you, you have a couple things you want to share. First and foremost, uh, maintaining a good positive attitude and uh, keeping your vision on the long-term goals. Tell us about that. Yeah. So, you know, that's, uh, that's another one of those things that I think is easy to kind of say and write down on the wall what you want to do, but it's, uh, it can definitely be a struggle because, you know, with, uh, yeah. with any, with any business that you're building, there are roadblocks and there are challenges. And yeah. I think, um, there will definitely be failure along the, along the route there. So I think it's important for anybody that's, you know, starting or running a business to honestly, to make sure that they keep a positive attitude, to make sure that their team can take a positive attitude. And, um, these stumbling blocks, you know, it is not the end. It's mm -hmm. just something that you have to overcome. And if you stay positive about it and you don't let your team get bogged down, because if you as a leader get bogged down, your team gets bogged down very quickly. So it's kind of a funnel down effect there. So I think that's very important. Um, even when it's hard to do, it's just important to do it. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. It's kind of like, how do you do it? You just do it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> again, you have to remind yourself of it. So you, sometimes you get frustrated and you kind of have to step away and, and think back, all right, you know, this is, I, I still have the same vision of where we want to be in mm -hmm. one, three, five, 10 years. So mm -hmm. let's just stay on that track and make sure we continue to march toward that and get by this, put it in the past if something didn't go our way and, and keep moving on. So yeah. Very cool. I dig it. Well, Rob, wow. I uh, feel like we covered a lot in our conversation today. Uh, let me know, is there anything else you want to share with our listeners before we go? No, I think, uh, I think that's it. I think just from the, on the entrepreneur side, like I mentioned, I would definitely advise people, um, like they probably hear advice from everybody that there's something to go after, then absolutely do it. Um, mm -hmm. and whether it's the first business venture you try to go after to the 10th, that's successful. You know, if you're passionate about it, you will find that one that works. And I'm sure you're going to find a couple that don't work around the, along the way. So, you know, don't let it bog you down, keep trucking forward and pivot as needed, but, you know, try to stay on track. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really good advice for people who are maybe feeling discouraged and they don't think what they're doing right now is the right fit and it's okay to start over. It's okay to experiment and to try different things, but the point is to not quit. Right. Exactly. And, and so there you go. Well, Rob, I have uh, appreciated and enjoyed our conversation today. So thanks again for joining us on the thoughtful entrepreneur. Absolutely. Jen. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. And again, to our listeners, this is Rob Wirtz, who is the president of Mock Technologies. You can learn more about him and his company at mocktechnologies.com. With that said, thank you all so much for joining us and we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? 
where we're gonna promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.